Okay, three, two, one. Hi friends, Caitlin. And Shanika here from Get Checkered. We are your favorite female co-hosted Formula One podcast based out of Calgary, Alberta. Join us weekly as we share our hot takes on the Formula One world with a little bit of sass. Catch the podcast on any streaming service by searching Get Checkered. Whether you're a casual fan or an enthusiast, we, we hope you enjoy, enjoy the ride. Yeah, I really thought about what Kobe meant for me. Um, of course, I didn't know him personally, but being a massive basketball fan growing up and seeing him torch the Raptors and seeing him just absolutely dominate the league for so many years um, and just to see his personality, his discipline, his hard work, his leadership, it transcended sports. He was one of those guys where you didn't have to know basketball. You didn't have to know what a foul was. You didn't have to know what a free throw was. But guess what? You knew what Kobe was. Facts. Right? Yeah. So he was on that level of Michael Jordan. He was on that level of being untouchable. Yeah. And uh, I was really choked up. Um, he was a guy that I had drawn an unbelievable amount of inspiration from in my own endeavors with ath- with athletic uh, endeavors, I guess you can call it, with boxing, with hockey. Uh, it didn't have to be basketball. It had to be the discipline. It had to be the, the principle behind succeeding. And I looked up to him for a long time, yeah. and I still do. And uh, just hearing the devastating news that not just him, but his daughter, and nine nine people that ended up dying that uh, were mothers, brothers, sisters, daughters, sons. I just, uh, it was, it was a tough one to swallow. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I felt the exact same way, bro. I was actually playing basketball. Um, and you know, funny enough, um, I hit four game winners wow. in the scrimmage in mm-hmm. the scrimmages against the, the, the two teams we play every Sunday, just as just a practice run. Feeling on like Sundays. Kobe. Felt like, and it was so weird. I told Raj, I told Karam, I was like, after, like, we found out midway through one of the guys, like, was on his phone, and um, this guy doesn't really joke around about things like that. So yeah. at first, I was in straight denial. I was like, nah, man, like, why you got to ruin the mood? Ha <laughs> ha. Like, I was just kind of playing it off. Yeah. Um, and I didn't want to believe it. I was like, oh, I hope this is like some TMZ, like, fake, some something that someone's like hyping up that it wasn't real. And then, uh, as they started looking into it, more and more news outlets, people started, you know, going on Instagram and whatever. And it didn't really hit me. It was like, okay, I'll just continue playing and finish up my workout. Mm-hmm. And then once I finished and I went, uh, I had about an hour and I went and got a coffee. And that's when I went on my phone and uh, I got emotional in, in that in that cafe. Um, I was tearing up. Um yeah, just and like you said, like we don't know the guy personally, but just be, like we've grown up to 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 see this this kid evolve and transcend the game that we love, yeah, and and just absolutely dominate for so many years, and you can't really, it's it's kind of weird because you you don't a guy that you idolize, a guy that you see as like the pinnacle of success and the pinnacle of leadership and domination and, and just killing it in life and having a beautiful family. And, and then post post basketball, killing and being an investor, being a writer, a producer, and just yeah. taking that character that he had and then tragically passing away. It was just like, it just could, didn't make sense because you, you, you never want to see 
a guy like that, a guy that you, you love so much, just tragically go away like that in your life. You yeah. always wanted to, you always have this picture of, of this person. Right? Yeah. So, but you can just tell and, and look at the, look at the impacts he's, he's had people that don't know basketball, our friends, our inner circles that don't know basketball that well, they, they feel it, Yeah. you know, and it's like yeah. crazy to think that. And, you know. and just to think about the level of dominance that he just continually developed and, and just put into the game of basketball and outside of basketball, he kind of felt like he was untouchable. A part of me felt like not Kobe, anybody else, but it, it can't be Kobe. Yeah. And so it put it in, into like a really harsh perspective for me that, and, and we're reminded of death all the time, right? It's just, it's, it's something that happens. You know, icons die. Most people, most important people in your life die. People pass away. That's we know that. You live, you die. People move on. But it just didn't feel like Kobe could ever die. Yeah, I don't think Kobe will die. But physically, he's left. He's still here. He's still in people's hearts, and it just it really put it in perspective that no matter how untouchable you are, nobody's really untouchable. Um, and that's where it really just it hurt. It just hurt so much. And uh, I related it back to my life. And, and I just told, you know, people in my, my inner circle, you know, I expressed my love for my family. And it gets to a point where we don't do that enough because, you know, 41 years old, 14 years old. And I know there's some adolescents, there's some teenagers on that, on the helicopter as well that lost their lives. And uh, it could all end way too early, you know. So uh, it's really important to... You know, don't leave anything behind. If you have to say it, say it now. Say it when you have a chance because we move on and we live life. Sometimes we don't live it day by day. We think about next week. We think about next year. We think about where we want to be, where we have to be, where we expect ourselves to be, where society expects us to be. But we're not truly in the moment. And we think, you know, I'll tell that person I love, I'll tell them next week. I'll tell them later. Do it now. Because you might not get that chance. Yeah, yeah, it's so true, bro. And the one thing that I, you know, really take away, and a lot of a lot of guys that were posting on their Instagram is, this is exactly why I do the podcast. You know, this is exactly why the, you know, I do the music stuff, and I and I try to grind as much as I can on the weekends because I don't know if I'm gonna live tomorrow. Yeah, and I don't want to live with that regret of like you know what, when I wanted to start that podcast, I didn't. Yeah. Or, you know what, I wanted to make a hip-hop track, a rap track. I don't, I could give a fuck about what people think of me. Yeah. You know, I, I want to do what I think and feel. And without feeling like, you know, without feeling fear, or without feeling like, oh man, you know, the people judging or whatever the case, whatever scenario is, I don't want to leave the things that I want to do for a time when I might not have that chance. Yeah. You know, I might, you know, get into an accident or I might get into something where I might not be able to sit and have this conversation with you, with someone that I respect and someone that I wanted to have a conversation with. Or like you said, I tell my mom, my parents, I owe every night when I'm, when I'm home, I always tell them I love them. Yeah. Morning and night. Always. Yeah. Just one of those things where when I leave, I tell them that. Yeah. And it's not, I don't keep death in my head. Like a lot of, like nobody keeps death in their head every yeah. day. Like, oh yeah, you might die. So do these things. But no, it's, it's just a reminder of like, you know, like you can't wait for that, like right moment of doing certain things. Yeah. It's just a matter of like 
doing it as much as you can and doing it right now. Yeah. And and you know what? No matter what materialistic items you may have and the amount of money you have in your bank and the amount of success and influence and power you've generated with your endeavors in your life and the activities that you've explored, everything's so fragile. It really doesn't mean anything. You know, it really doesn't. So the connection, the the long lasting memories, you sitting here and having the cameras on us. Yeah. Well, we get to have this conversation. These are the the things that ultimately last. And uh, it's amazing that you guys are doing the podcast and giving people a platform. Yeah. Because I've heard so many amazing stories um, from people that probably wouldn't have been heard on this podcast. And if it wasn't for this podcast, people have, you know, they wouldn't have learned those lessons. They wouldn't have learned from the mistakes of others. They wouldn't get a perspective into people's lives that live maybe a kilometer away from them here in Edmonton. So it, uh, it really illuminates and it really shows the amount of amazing people that are within your 25 kilometer radius. You've got to find them. You've got to, you've got to seek them out. And, you know, just because, you know, there's role models everywhere, right? But you want to find the people that you can talk to physically, you can reach out to. And uh, Kobe touched all of us in a way that I'm sure nobody ever has. He was like that uh, tantalizing figure, that tenacious competitor that really grinded and got to where he wanted to be. He wasn't a first, he wasn't a first overall pick. He was 13th. 13th overall, right? Yeah. You didn't expect him to be the greatest player of all time. And uh, that's the, he's in that conversation now. Yeah. Officially. And he's been there. During his career, people were looking at that. The man had ruptured his Achilles. One of the most devastating and painful injuries that a basketball or athlete can go through. And what did he do? He took that free throw and he hit it. And then, you know, after that, he recovered for, for a full year. Just, uh, just that attitude. After winning five championships, he decided to take that free throw, right? And it was, I think it was, uh, it just showed that it was greater than him. Despite how painful that might have been, mentally and physically, knowing that you ruptured your Achilles and knowing probably in that moment that I'm not going to be playing basketball, you know, for the next year. He had a straight face. He took that free throw. He hit that free throw. And then he didn't even, he didn't even grimace. He got off the court and moved on. And uh, that was his personality. That's that's that was a defining moment in my relationship with Kobe from like an outside view. Yeah, I gained like a complete new appreciation and respect for him because it was frustrating. All those years he was torching the raps. Yeah, he, he dropped eighty one. I was a kid when that happened. I remember watching that game. Like, you guys are gonna let this happen? <laughs> you guys are yeah. gonna let this happen? Yeah, this guy's gonna do this to you. But just. uh just absolutely devastating yeah and he he'd lived such a prosperous and amazing life in 41 years and showed you what you can accomplish even if you accomplish a fraction of what he did that's a life worth living facts and that doesn't necessarily have to be in athletics or in the nba you know that could just be in whatever you do Mm -hmm. if you're a teacher show that passion show up to work every day knowing that you're going to make a difference in somebody's life. And, and, and that's what he'd done. Yeah. And that's what I've taken from, uh, from Kobe from these years. Yeah. Whatever you do, 
it's fun to be the best. It really is. You're a competitive guy. I'm, you know, I, I really appreciated that from him, but keep growing, keep teaching, stay passionate yeah. is what I really took from, from Kobe all these years. Yeah. I, I, I took the exact same thing. I think more so I took the fact of, I want to grind harder <laughs> for the things that I want. Yeah. And I know like, again, again, this, this life, you, you leave everything. There really is nothing left when you're gone. You don't take anything with you, but that doesn't mean not to do anything. Yeah. You know, it means to go harder, grow, make connections, be with the people you love, take risks, you know, do the things that you want to do. You know, I, I, I do the things I grind so much, but on the things that I love. So it doesn't feel like I'm, I might spend 14, 15 hours on something, especially with this video stuff and music and all this, the podcasting, it's a lot of work mm -hmm. on the back end of things, but I'm not sitting, I'm not sitting there complaining about it. I, it's, it's tough, but yeah. I, I, I always think about, okay, like this is, this is what I love and this is what I want to make happen. Yeah. If I can make this a full-time thing or make it into something that's bigger than me and that could be a platform for other people and it could even make the difference of one person just by listening to conversations, uh, then I've, then I feel like I've done, you know, something, yeah. you know, and I don't, I don't want to leave this life not, not having made a mark yeah. in, in, in human society and for the human race. Yeah. I want to be, I don't want to be, just doing it for me i want to i want to be able to give back somehow and right now the podcast is something i can do and it's a start and you know i feel like there's so much more that i want to give and do not only for myself but again for others that i i now i look at this and i'm like man like yeah you don't know tomorrow could be your last day like fucking go yeah. fucking do every day do something that you um that you love or that makes you happy. Tell the people that tell the people in your life that you appreciate them, that you love them, that you care for them, yeah. that you're there for them. And I, like you said, I don't think we do that enough. Even with our, even with our own things, we think that we have that next day. Uh, I can go to the gym next week. I can start that podcast tomorrow. I can, I'll make a plan. I'll make a plan. I'll, I'll make a plan. The New Year's resolutions, right? And yeah, the beauty is in the grind beauty's in the grind man yeah. it really is yeah. and you have to f and it's hard to see it if if you don't love what you're doing the that's the hardest thing to see yeah and and feel yeah right and i think uh a lot of people they try to find their passion they never find it this episode of the second floor podcast is brought to you by edmonton community foundation the foundation acts as a bridge between donors and charities to create a strong vibrant community for generations to come you can start an endowment fund yourself or with a group. Once it reaches $10,000, it can start distributing. Vital Signs is an annual checkup conducted by Edmonton Community Foundation in partnership with Edmonton Social Planning Council to measure how the community is doing. This year's focus is on millennials. To learn more about the Edmonton Community Foundation, go to ecfoundation.org. You've got to learn to love what you do. Mm. I don't care if you're a, a janitor. You've got to find the enjoyable moments of doing what you do. You gotta love that. And if you don't, you can't find that, you gotta find something else. And it doesn't have to be something that you think you'll love. It has something that, you know, you have to, you have to get good at things before you can really enjoy them. 
And uh, I, I've learned that with plenty of things in my life, primarily with sports. You know, when I first started boxing, I, I loved watching boxing. I fell in love with it really quickly. But did I like getting hit? I, I hated it. Did I like getting humiliated and beat up? I hated it. But I had to do it to get better. And then it got to a point where I was good enough to hold my own and not get hit. And I was elusive and I was good. And that's where the enjoyable nature of doing something you're good at, it, that's, where, that's where it becomes fun. Mm. That's where it really becomes fun. And it's weird because I'm in that stage now with jujitsu. It's kind of like um, I've been doing it for 10 months now. And, man, it's been an absolute blast knowing from what I've learned from different activities and different experiences in my life that enjoy the time you're not good at something because that's, that's when you learn the fastest. That's when you have, like, this period of exponential growth where you learn so quickly, you learn so much, but you don't appreciate it because you get your ass kicked every day. Because people are better than you. But if you learn to be humble and humble humble yourself and not want to get to the finish line before you're ready to get there, that's where it's the funnest. And that's where I've I've really uh started to enjoy learning things. You know, I at work some days are not fun, right? But for me, if if I can learn something from from work that day, then it's a win. If it's a five percent win, it's a five percent win. If it's a one percent win, Guess what? It's a W. Yeah. I'll still I'll still bank that W and move on to the next day. Sometimes you lose too, but it's a W too. Just make sure you uh, you get more Ws than Ls, right? So it's funny that you brought up that point. Um, I I kind of skipped my mind now actually, but um, what was it? What was it? What were you thinking? Okay, so you you were talking about um, essentially. When, when you're kind of in the space of learning something, right? When you're when when you're in the space of doing something and grinding because you love it, right? You get to a place where sometimes you're in the rat race. Sometimes you're in it for the wrong reason, right? So it's cool to see that you you continually do something that you love, and it's changed to a platform like this, right? Yeah. Like it, it's you're at a different level now than what it was, and so. I hope you had the kind of the appreciation for what you guys set up here. I do. Um, you brought up a great point of finding fulfillment in the thing that you learn and you get a little bit good at. And I think just from my experience, I felt the exact same way as, you know, you d a lot of people don't get to the point where they can start something and then afterwards find fulfillment once they get even somewhat good at it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because the, t the that learning curve at the beginning, like you said, when you were getting hit with during your first times uh, boxing, you're you, that's not fun. Fucking like, fuck it. that. I don't want to do that. I went home that. crying sometimes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like at, at the end of the day, it's like, I don't want to do this. I tried yeah. it, whatever. I hate it. And a lot of people, <laughs> that's the thing, bro, is a lot of people don't get past that point. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so the 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 idea is is to get past that point yeah and to get to a point where oh shit like i can do something in this and see because the the fulfillment is in the growth yeah it really is mm -hmm. even with this podcast right i i i found that i i did a lot of experimentation year like during my undergrad with this video stuff i've yeah. done every video you can think of i've done vlogs i've done comedic skits i've done you've done barnos what's that 
He's like, 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 this is a business podcast. (laughs) This is not a porn podcast. This is not a fucking. Other than that, (laughs) other than that. Uh, I've done every, <laughs> literally every. You set yourself up for that. <laughs> yeah, Come on, did. I, I, know, I did. I know. That's funny, bro. No, but uh, yeah, like I've ex- I've had those years to experiment. Yeah, and I didn't take it to a point where it I could actually see uh, any growth or fulfillment from it. Mm-hmm. And it took me a while, but it took me a couple of years to realize, man, like. If I want to make this content stuff and I really want to be good at it, I have to be consistent, but I have to stay in the game long enough yeah. to see fulfillment, to, to feel fulfillment. Yeah. Because after a couple months of doing it, it's it's work. It's work. It's fucking work. Shitty. Yeah. It's a grind. It's a grind. Yeah. And the opportunities aren't there. Yeah. You have no opportunity. No one's watching you. No one's giving you that pat on the back nobody's liking your shit nobody's gonna accelerate your Nobody career cares. to the ceo level yeah. you gotta you gotta work you have to you have to demand that you have to get there yourself nobody cares yeah and that's where i found like okay when i start this podcast and if it goes well with kenny that i am for minimum one year once a week we're going to drop up we're going we're going to every week we're going to drop something new no matter what no matter how busy i get no matter if it feels like shit and i'll tell you bro and you can ask this you can talk to Kenny about this there were days where i spent all day my sunday yeah full sunday from 8 in the morning till 9 p.m. at night shooting and editing yeah by myself not no Kenny there no Yusuf there and I, I was, I was so frustrated because the next day I had a, a long day at work. Yeah. Monday start starting of the week. Yeah. That I messaged them. I was like, "Yo, like, if you guys are really serious about this, y'all have to be here with me. If yeah. not with me, you got to be doing something for the pot. You got to allocate that work. Yeah, allocate. And 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 I, it was a, it was a frustrating feeling, but but I still was there those Sundays. Yeah. Those Saturdays, evenings, weekends, I'm still there no matter what happened. And now we we're starting to see some like physical manifestations of like opportunities that are coming our way. Yeah. After a year and a half of grinding. Yeah. To make this into what it is. And, and I'm not saying we've made it. Yeah. But it 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 was consistent and I'm very that's what I take up from 2019 was I was consistent with 80% of the shit that I was doing. Yeah. That's the thing that I'm yeah. like super proud of myself. Like holding on, not being carried away from, oh man, this is too difficult. Like, yeah. ah, like it's a Sunday. I want to, ch- it's a Friday night and I want to chill with the boys. Yeah. You know, fucking, I'm going to stay in and get this shit done. Yeah. That's, you know, I, I remember having conversations with you and Kenny about the allocation of how many hours you put behind the scenes, you know? And and I didn't really have a, a full a full understanding of how much work a podcast takes. You know, people see the the product, they think, oh, there's a mic, there's two cameras, there's a light, you hit play, and there's forty five minutes of, of recording, and then you go home. 